What's up, YouTube? Carrot Juice Podcast here for another episode. Today is an episode of the podcast. It is December 28th. This is episode 45, and this is going to be the first ever Carrot Juice Podcast that's going to be released as a live stream. So buckle your seat and get ready for the program. So today's broadcast is about modern online dating. It's about greed. And it's also about the treacherous, fat, fragile ego of a lot of men and women that has currently arisen if you've been watching my content recently. There's been a lot of cases going on. There's been a lot of things talked about. There's been a lot of stories about IG models, about escorts, about sugar babies going abroad and online dating. And there's been a lot of deletions, assaults, people showing up missing. And I want to kind of make sense of all of this in the broadcast because this topic seems to be prevalent and it seems to be something that's happening a lot at the moment. So this is going to be played as a replay. If you're watching it live, thank you for coming and spending some time with me. And if you could just do me a favor before we get right into it, like the video, please. It really helps to boost this in the YouTube algorithm. And Without further delay, and oh, and I also want to let you guys know, if you are chatting in the chat, I'll try to highlight your comments. You'll get my attention even more if you, you don't have to, but if you super chat, it will automatically pop up here on the screen, and I'm going to get right into the content, okay? So the first story, and what we're going to be talking about here is online dating. What is online dating? I found an article here and we're going to go over some of the stats briefly on the state of online dating here in 2021. We're going in 2022, but these stats are from 2021. So without further delay, let's go right into the report. So the stats here are courtesy of men versus women's usage of dating and it's courtesy of news.cision.com. It was published on September 27, September 17, 2021, pardon. So it says here, dating has always come with challenges. Put myself on the screen. But the advent of dating apps and other new technologies, as well as the Me Too movement, presents a new set of norms and expectations for American singles looking for casual or committed relationships. Something that we've already known, okay? All right, it says, according to a recent Pew Research Center survey, a recent survey of user demographics showed the rate of males to females signed up for dating apps is 2.5 to 1, about a 60-40 split, with women being the majority. There are more women that are seeking men. It says, while a total of 43% of online daters in America reported feeling they do not receive enough messages on dating apps, broken down by gender, that percentage shot up to 57% of men compared to just 24% of women who felt similarly disappointed 
And while a mere 8% of men reported receiving too many messages, 30% of women felt overwhelmed by the volume of suitors flooding their inbox. So they seem like they have an abundance of options and abundance mindset. Okay. That's what's starting to occur. Make sure my soundboard's good. All right, there we go. Now we got it. Okay, so we have that there. There's more women, and women are feeling overwhelmed by the sheer volume of men that are in their inboxes, online dating. It also says here, most Americans says it's harder for men to know how to behave on dates in the era of the Me Too movement. A majority of the overall public, 65%, says the increased focus on sexual harassment and assault in the last few years has made it harder for men to know how to interact with someone they're on a date with. About a quarter, 24%, say it hasn't made much difference, and 9% say it has become easier for men to know how to behave. Fewer people think the focus of harassment and assault has made it harder for women to know how to interact with someone they're on a date with. 43%, while 38% say it hasn't made much difference for women. Men, especially older men and Republicans, are more likely than women and Democrats to say it's harder for men to know how to act when dating in the era of the Me Too movement. Okay? Though, though majorities across the board express this view, for example, 75% of men ages 50 and older say it is now harder for men to know how to behave on dates compared to 60, 63% of men younger than 50. 58% of women younger than 50 and 63% of women 50 and older. What is all this saying? Women have more options when it comes to dating online. Their inboxes are flooded. There are more men and women 2.5 to one on dating apps. All right. And let's go to the market size. This is what I wanted to get to. What is the current online dating market size? There is an extensive variety of online dating apps available today. These apps differ from matchmaking services in that online dating apps provide a platform for casual contact, allowing members to chat, flirt, or pursue deeper romantic connections. Dating apps have enjoyed immense popularity across all regions in the world. In the US alone, experts predict a user base of 35 million paying and non-paying users for these apps by 2027. A lot of money in this. 30% of U.S. adults have used dating apps or sites. 25 million people used online dating apps on their smartphones. Millennials make up the largest sector of online dating users with 36% of people aged 18 to 29 saying that they've used an online dating service or app. This is prevalent, okay? I'm gonna link this article in the description. I'm not gonna read all of this, but I just wanted to get to these points. It also is stating here, what is the attitude and motivations of online dating users? Online dating may be the rage now, but it hasn't always enjoyed a positive perception. Okay. It hasn't always. Dating a person you met online used to carry a stigma. Was considered something only for the desperate and socially inept. Okay. 
Nowadays, the stigma of online dating is slowly diminishing, which contributes to the popularity of these apps. The widespread reach of these apps may also be attributed to the changing views on marriage and cohabitation. Yes. Here we go. This is how many people are doing this. 55% of US online dating users are age 55 and older. 49%, basically 50% users in the US want to find an exclusive romantic partner. 27% of US adults age 18 to 34 use the dating apps for casual SEX. Yup, we know that. It also says 57% of online dating users say their personal experiences with dating sites or apps have been positive. Okay. On the other hand, 75% of us adults who currently don't use online dating, don't see themselves using these apps in the future. So there's still the large market that are not going to be doing it or so they say. Okay. So those are the stats. Those are some important things here. All right, cool. That's all I wanted to get with that one. That is all I wanted to get with that one. So if you're just now coming into the screen, welcome. We are talking about online dating and I just ran through some some, <laughs> let me get this right, some stats. I'm gonna do that. Some stats on the current climate of online dating and what it means, okay? There's rest lipstick vibes, hello. Shout out to you. Thank you for joining the stream. All right. So now what we're doing, I'm going to get right into this information quick and fast. At the end, I'll have a Q&A. I might even drop a link. So stay tuned. Now, we talked about the stats of online dating. Now what I wanted to get to, okay? I wanted to get to the portion that I talked about with greed. Online dating and what connection does it have to greed? You got it. Let's get back to that. So I went to GoBankingRates.com and I wanted to know what is the correlation between online dates and greed and how all of these people are starting to show up. You guessed it. Deleted. So what the minimum salary, what is the minimum salary in your state or, or a state nearby to you? to where people could be perceived as happy because there has to be an amount. What amount of money do you need to have to be happy and not feel like you need more? Because I think that's what's the main problem that a lot of people are facing. They want more, okay? So let's go to Go Banking Rates for the report. This article is gonna be quick. The minimum salary, according to this article, which was published on Christmas, What's the price of happiness in your state? Okay, it, it says here, globally, we find that satiation occurs at $95,000 for life evaluation and 60,000 to 70,000 for emotional well-being. So if you're at 60 to 75,000, according to these stats, you should be able to be emotionally secure and stable at that amount, okay? according to the studies by the authors in this journal. However, the study also found that the ideal income for life satisfaction in North America is 30,000 more than that. 
105,000, okay, as reported by Inc. To estimate how much money you might need to be satisfied or happy in every U.S. state, go banking rates factor in each state's cost of living index and use the $105,000 figure as the benchmark. The states will rank for least to most amount of money needed to be happy, okay? And then we have all of the different states here, okay? Go to mine. Mine, mine example, I'm Michigan native, $95,000, okay? $95,000, if you make that, you should be able to be happy. So go ahead, I'm gonna put this link in the description, but I kinda wanna just level set you to figure out how much money would you need, how much money would your partner need for you guys to be happy? Because I'm gonna tie this in. I'm gonna land this, all right? Because, get back to it. I think that a lot of the reason why we have a boom in the online dating and especially the sugar dating, okay? The sugar dating, dating the sugar mama, sugar baby, okay? The OnlyFans, the get into the bag, it has to do with wanting way more than what would be enough for you to have what you need in life. And I've done a lot of videos recently about unfortunate the unfortunate demises of young women who are being wined and dined and lured by money, by abundance of resources, okay? So that's where I'm gonna tie this into. I'm just gonna briefly go over some of these stories that I'm talking about. We got one here. This one was reported today, December 28th, and I did a video on it. Here we go. This is NBC News. We have Maya Marcano, beautiful Latin Latina woman, 19 years old, college student, who authorities say was killed by a handyman at her apartment complex where they both worked, and where they both worked both worked and she died by homicide. Now she wasn't dating this man, okay? I'm tying this in here because this one, she was being approached by this guy in person and she was denying his advances. She was not trying to date this guy and she ended up getting deleted by an emotional male. Why do I tie this in? I think a lot of women are choosing to date online because it is something that could benefit them when it comes to safety, if it's done correctly, okay? This young woman was just going to school, going to her apartment complex, and this guy was making advances at her that she did not uh, want to pursue, and he ended up deleting her and hiding her body in the complex. Rest in peace to her, okay? This story came out today, all right? So she was not trying to date online with this guy. She said no to his advances of him trying to meet her in person and she met that demise. So there is something going on in the dating market with emotional people, emotional men, when they don't get what they want, acting out and lashing out, okay? 
I went in further detail on this story in my video that I did earlier today, so you can watch that at your own leisure. Okay, that's the first story. The second one here, we have Tiger, I am Tiger, okay, and this was yesterday. This woman, popular Atlanta Instagram model, her Instagram handle is I am Tiger, has reportedly died mysteriously while traveling on a paid vacation with a billionaire in Africa, okay? That's a picture of her there. The beautiful model and mother is now going viral as social media sleuths are speculating what happened to her. This is sad, man. It's saying here, some on Twitter are speculating that the model may have overdosed on drugs or committed suicide, but media takeout news found no credible evidence of that. This is another picture of her. She was in Accra, Ghana, Ghana, okay? Picture of the woman. They're saying a man described as a billionaire in Africa was expected to promote an event in Ghana, okay? While in Accra, Miss Tiger was reportedly found dead in her hotel room according to social media reports. According to other re reports as well, she was supposed to host and promote some event. Looks like a sugar dating possible, you know, uh, pay for play situation that went awry. Okay. Online dating gives you more access, but it's also dangerous if you're not moving correctly. Okay. Keep going. We have another story here. This one here. Bridgeport family left with unanswered questions following an untimely death of their daughter. Okay, this was on December 22nd. Lauren Smith Fields was found unresponsive inside her apartment on December 12th. According to the report here, she was on Bumble, an online dating site, and she went and met with an older white man. This is a 23-year-old black woman. And later on, she turns up missing. According to this report as well, there has not been any charges. And, and apparently, at least according to this report, the older white male is not considered a suspect at this point and the family is requesting answers. This is another case, another incident where online dating has went awry and it ended up in a woman getting deleted, okay? I'm going to tie this all in. Bear with me, guys. I'm going to tie this in. Now we're going to go to this. Another story. Another story. This one. Gorgeous Instagram model on December 24th. <sighs> Shot down inside of a Queens bar. Two others were wounded. The shootings happened outside of a Saletto lounge on Steinway Street in Astoria. It says here, the beautiful woman, they didn't have pictures on the article anymore, but they said it says here, the beautiful woman, Mai Johnson, she was going out with her best friend who shared the same birthday and their boyfriends both were turning 27. 
Apparently it was a hired hit and she ended up getting shot during the incident and killed, okay? Now, I'm bringing up all of these different stories because they have an underlying theme. With the onset and with the rise in online dating, what it has done, and I'll put this on me, with the rise of the online dating, what it has caused and what's starting to happen is women have more access. Women, they have more of a scope and the accessibility to date so much more people. But what happens with that? If you have more access and more ability to date more people, a byproduct of that is what? If you guys have ever seen the movie Spider-Man, what did Uncle Ben say to, to uh, Peter that was so iconic? Do you guys remember? I'll help you out. With great power comes great responsibility. I'll say that again. Uncle Ben told Peter when he was in the car, when he was realizing who he was, he said, with Peter, come here. With great power comes great responsibility. Why do I bring that up right now? Because in today's day and age, with the onset and the rise of social media and online dating and dating apps, you know what it has done? It's liberated women. It's given them more power than ever. It's given them more access to more men than ever. And if you're not moving correctly in this climate, your vision can be blurred. The allure, the lifestyle, the money, the trips, the vacations can blind you from what's always under been underneath. Danger. It's dangerous being a woman, especially traveling and traveling abroad, even though the person's a billionaire or a millionaire or very well off, you're still a woman. And I can't believe that some of these women are traveling alone. I'll get to things that you can help. We have an article at the end here. What can you do to save yourself? What can you do as an actionable step to make sure that you don't end up in a situation like this? That's what I want to do. I want to add value to you and I want to help you out because I couldn't imagine one of these women being my, my daughter, one of these women being my family member. Okay. So I'm trying to give you some information on how you can move to not end up in a situation like this. Why am I qualified to talk about this? I am qualified to talk about this because I currently work full time as a probation agent. I supervise probationers. I have a caseload of over 150 people. I do investigations. I also speak to judges. I also speak to attorneys on a daily basis. I see some stuff like this. I have an eye for it. I'm familiar with the criminal justice system. So what I'm trying to do is help you be able to mitigate risk, to be able to move better so you have a better understanding of what's really going on out here and that you can have some common sense in your dating strategy so you don't end up in a situation like this if we can help it. I'm trying to make sure everybody gets home. King and Queens, 
Thank you, brother. Shout out to you. Thank you for watching. Appreciate you. Lonnie Love, thank you for coming in. Shout out to you. All right, I'm gonna get back to some more information that I had here. And then at the end here, I am gonna open it up for a Q&A with you guys. All right, so what are some actionable steps and things you can do? Oh, I have another story, one other story. You guys remember this woman. Miss Mercedes Moore, okay? Popular Instagram model, online dating. She was found deleted in her Texas apartment back at the end of August, okay? Who did this? What was the reason? She was using online dating and she was a very popular Instagram model and influencer, over a million followers, I believe. Apparently, Janae Gagnier is her name. She went by the name Miss Mercedes Moore, rest in peace, was found deleted inside of her home and she died by strangulation and traumatic concussion. The man and suspected killer, Kevin Accorto, was also found dead at the scene. He died of a blunt force trauma, of a sharp force trauma, pardon me. However, what was the nature of their relationship? And that's a picture of Miss Mercedes Moore there. What was the nature of their relationship, if you ask? It ties in to the topic of this video, guys. Ties in. All right, it says here, at this point in the investigation, it is not believed that there was a relationship between the suspect and the victim. Family members said they believed that Accorto stalked Gagnier before killing her. But since then, more information has came out. Okay? Since then, more information has came out. What is that information that's came out? Come to find out, this guy was simping for her. This guy was funding part of her lifestyle, paying money for her, you know, paying money to her via um, online sites, a sugar baby, sugar daddy type of situation. And things went sideways. This is where I tied in the last part of my topic. When I talked about the fragile, treacherous ego, treacherous, the treachery of a fragile ego. I did the video today talking about the young lady who passed away by the hands of the handyman. That's the same profile here. A man that cannot take rejection. Not really a man, a boy that can't take rejection and lashes out on a woman who doesn't want him. This is what you'll face online. Most of the time, if you're a very attractive woman and you're trying to just extract resources from a man, you have to be careful and mindful that this is a lot of the hurt and the trauma that you will see if you're not moving correctly. I don't wanna just be doom and gloom. I am gonna give you some actionable steps of things you can do to be better at online dating, okay? I promise.
I'm not going to long stroke you. All right. So that's what we have there. So hopefully I'm adding value to you today. If I am, go ahead and like the video. I really appreciate you. And like I've said before, I'm going to give you these actionable steps. Actionable step that we could take with this. All right. Is. I'll put it here on the screen. Safe dating tips. Okay. I got it for you. I got information for you guys. Some safe dating tips. Are you exploring the world of online dating? Here are expert tips for staying safe. Apps are an increasingly popular way to search for love, but despite the ease of meeting new people, online dating can pose risk. In July, it says here, 52-year-old Aubrey Trail was found guilty of first-degree murder in the death of Sydney Luth, a 24-year-old Nebraska woman, disappeared after a date with her Tinder match in 2017. Again, guys, <laughs> online dating. Julianne Kellner, 42, died in a murder-suicide in Henderson, Nevada, according to police, and her son, 21-year-old Brandon Wilt, believes she met her killer on a dating website. <laughs> okay? While dating in any form can be dangerous, experts Julie Spira, CEO of Cyber Dating Expert, and Lori Davis Edwards, founder of The Worthy One, tell people there are important steps you can take to safely explore the apps, okay? Let's figure out what that is. How do you know a potential date is real? It says here, I think one of the first red flags is about the photo. If there are no photos, it's a red flag, okay? off no photos red flag guys okay makes sense to you also says if there's only one photo and they look like a hot model it's a red flag yeah if you not ever if you've never pulled hot models if you're not you know dealing with idris elba looking type dudes all the time it's probably not an idris elba type of dude that's going to be uh interested in you and online. You gotta have some awareness. If it looks too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. Come on, let's have some common sense. So it also says here, Spira cautions dating apps, users against trusting photos that seem unrealistic or are blurry and advises checking a potential date's pictures with other social media platforms to make sure they match up with what we are seeing on the dating app. Yes. That is right. That is smart. Corroborate. Make sure that you compare the other dating apps. If they only have one dating app, hit them with the denied. Come on now. In the predate phase, predate. They, they got a dash there. Come on, we need a dash. Spira tells her clients to use Facebook and Instagram accounts to find mutual friends. If there are friends and followers in common, you can then ask your friend if they really know this person to get a digital thumbs up or down before actually accepting a date. That's a tangible thing you can do. 
One simple trick for finding those social media profiles and the origin of an image on the internet is taking a screenshot of the user's profile photo, crop out everything outside the original image, and then upload the picture to a reverse image search tool. I'm gonna rewind that, that's great. Hear me out. One simple trick for finding those social media profiles and the origin of an image on the internet is take a screenshot of a user's profile photo, crop out everything outside the original image, and then upload the picture to Google's reverse image search tool. Note, the search might not yield useful results if your potential date's social media account are set to private, but that is a good start. You gotta do that. Make sure that you are taking notes of this. It could save your life. Ladies, it could save your life. And fellas, it could help you from getting robbed. Men get robbed too when it comes to dating. You have risks as well. Usually ours are not fatal, however. But protect yourselves. Also, look here. When when do you meet in real life? Once you've decided your potential potential date is real, it might be time to meet in real life. According to Spira, if you aren't making plans and messaging back and forth in the first few days, chances are they are chatting with a lot of different people and have no intentions of meeting you. Okay, cool, that's fair game. An unwillingness to meet could indicate that someone is hiding something or using a dating site for the wrong reasons. I don't think so. I don't agree with that part. I just think people have multiple options if they are attractive or what have you on dating apps. So if they're not meeting with you, their interest isn't that high, that doesn't necessarily mean they have bad intentions. They're just not feeling you like that. So I don't think that's necessarily a red flag, but be cognizant of it. It also says, the point of dating online is actually meeting in person. I agree. It's not to have a digital pen pal. Yes, if it's something that's going on for months, cut it off. So if somebody is canceling or postponing and not making plans to meet, it is a problem. Because you could end up on the next episode of Catfish, if that's the case. At least FaceTime with the person, at least pick up the phone and FaceTime them. If they don't wanna FaceTime with you, I'm sorry, you might be talking to, you know, Shamu. You might be talking to somebody that's not anything like what you signed up for. I'm just being honest. I'm just being real. Are we in the trust tree, YouTube? Are we in the trust tree? Can I talk to you guys? I'm just saying, all right? All right, I'm giving you tangible things that you could take. And if you're getting any value out of this right now, go ahead and like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. I really appreciate you guys. If I help out one person during this live stream, I'll be happy because hopefully somebody will not make a decision that could alter their life, their life and their family's life forever. And that's what I wanna do. And that was the purpose of this program. Where do you go and how do you get there? It says public spots are the best choice. So you can easily get away or find help if a date becomes uncomfortable or unsafe. Be careful about scheduling a first date for a hike. You don't want to be on a mountaintop you want to have an easy way out. I agree. A first date spot should also be a place that is easily accessible by driving yourself, using a ride sharing service, taking public transportation or walking. Make sure that there's people around, go to a coffee shop, go to a bar, make sure that there's people around. You should never let somebody pick you up at home. Yes, because they will have your address. You don't want to do that. You don't know if this person 
is plum crazy. If you do that, you stupid. All right, hear me out. After a date is set, what do you do? It indicates here. You should always let someone in your life know that you are going on a date. Yes, that's what I talked about. If you're going abroad and you're doing online dating, please, ladies, please, fellas, especially ladies, tell people, tell your friends, tell your family, let them know that you are planning on going abroad. Also, if you're a woman, you should not be traveling abroad alone. Bring your friends, bring one friend, bring two friends. Friends And hey, if, if the guy that's taking you out there is not going to pay for their tickets, you might need to fund your friend's ticket. It's worth it. You need to have an accountability partner as a woman, especially if you're going uh, somewhere overseas. Sorry, not sorry. The extra money is worth your life. And if you can't afford to pay for your own ticket when you go out there for your friend or whatever, you probably shouldn't be traveling. Okay. Let's go on with this. Also indicate, indicates here, tell them who your date is, where you are going, and how the date is progressing. If you feel uncomfortable, don't be afraid to leave. I completely agree with that. You don't, no, you don't owe anybody any extra minutes of your precious time. And also, if a date continues to message you after you told them you aren't interested, most dating apps and websites will allow you to report inappropriate contact, conduct and block people. We all know that. And then lastly here, lastly here, trust your gut. If something in your gut is telling you that this person is weird, read into that, believe that, trust your instincts. It says here, it's really about what you're feeling. Davis Edwards often asks people to think about their boundaries before even making an online profile. That way it's clear what's okay with you and what's not okay with you when on a date. A list of warning signs is great to keep on the top of the mind, but you don't need to see it on a list to know if the feeling is on or off. If you have the feeling that something's not right, hold to that feeling and take action. While online dating horror stories are out there, Davis Edwards says that it shouldn't discourage you from using the internet to find L-O-V-E. Those stories do exist and it doesn't need to be your story. Yeah, you still can find someone. I'm not saying that you shouldn't use the platform at all. However, you need to be careful. You need to be mindful of what's going on. I agree with Lonnie Love here. Stay off those dating sites, she's saying. Okay, I'm not knocking you. I'm not knocking you. I know a lot of people are still gonna do it, but those are some things that you can do to mitigate risk. I want everybody to come home. I want everybody to make it to 2022 and every year beyond that until God sends you home. Okay, I want everybody to eventually pass on of a natural death, if I can help it. And one thing that you can do just to kind of recap, okay? I thought it was brilliant. If you're on online dating, you're not familiar with the person's profile, they have one picture, red flag, and where's my buzzer? <coughs> one picture, and they got a couple of pictures, but they look way better than like, you, you'd like, ah, this person might be a little bit out of my league. Go ahead, screenshot their picture, 
use the Google reverse image tool to see if it's a duplicate image so you don't end up getting catfished or in a situation where you're overseas somewhere or deleted, okay? These are things you can do to mitigate risk. I'm trying to add value to you and give you some tangible things that you can use, okay? Also, when you're meeting up, ladies, listen up. If you're meeting up with the guy, meet up in public. I would recommend that you go to a coffee shop, you go, some, go to lunch maybe, or go to a bar where there's people. Don't be afraid to meet up for a date in the daytime, not late at night, okay? Don't just go over to the guy's house to Netflix and chill on the first time when you're meeting the person online. Don't do that, mitigate risk. And then another thing about the abroad trips, I know the lifestyle is alluring. I know you see the guy, you see the yacht, you see all of these great things. If you're gonna be traveling overseas, what did I tell you? going to be traveling overseas, you need to tell your friends and family where you're going. Secondly, you need to bring a friend, maybe even two. Also, if the person that you're, that's, that's funding you to go over there, because like, let's be honest, if you a hot, like, baddie or Instagram model or something, you're not paying for your own ticket to go to Dubai or go to Turks and Caicos or go wherever. If the guy that's funding your trip to go out there is not going to pay for your ticket and your friend's ticket, you fund your friend's ticket. And if you can't afford to pay for the friend's ticket, then you don't go to the trip. You need to have checks and balances. Okay. I think what's happened in today's day and age is a lot of women have gotten a heightened sense of security based on how civilized the world has become on the outside, how it looks optically. Just because it's social media and you can talk to anybody in the world because you got access to them now does not mean it's safe. A lot of these places have different laws. A lot of these places don't have the best criminal justice systems and you can end up in a situation where Something can happen to you and you could be paid. And then the person that did it could pay off the government and the government is corrupt. That is literally something that can happen. What do you do in those situations? I'm just trying to give you some tangible things so you can mitigate risk so you don't end up in a situation in this. I want everybody to get home. What does a wooden win 67 say? Shout out to you for watching and commenting. Says here, I agree. I have a friend who dates online. She's from Alaska and sort of assumes everyone is harmless. Shaking my head. We live in LA and I know that's BS. I agree. I agree. And shout out to you for being a good friend. Shout out to you for being a good friend. Also, what does he say here? I make her text me and send me her location at least. Props to you. That's being a good friend. All right, what's Megan G say? She says, I think women should also share their location with a close friend or family member. So if something does go wrong, they can track their location by following their phone GPS. I agree, that's a good point. Women, share your location. You, I know y'all all got iPhones because y'all look at people who got Androids like, hmm? So I know y'all all got iPhones, go ahead and share your location with your friends, okay? To make sure you make, make it home. 
I'm seeing a recurring theme that's happening with a lot of women on Instagram that are getting all of this attention, getting offers from all type of men from everywhere, Dubai, Paris, uh, Russia or whatever. And they are blindly going and just assuming everything's gonna be, a, be all right. I'm gonna get to the bag. However, don't travel alone, ladies. Be careful, be mindful, it's not worth it. A little bit of money is not worth your life. I've, I've seen this and it's starting to become a major issue and problem. So that's what I have for you guys today. I didn't wanna run on and ramble. I think this has been a good program. I think I've given you guys some value when it comes to online dating and the dangers of online dating. So to recap, online dating is more prevalent than ever here in 2021. And that's only gonna increase in 2022. There's more women online dating than men, if you believe it or not. Women are definitely more picky because hey, men, a lot of us don't have that many standards, let's be honest. However, what is also happening is with more options, with more power, with more access, women are getting pickier and they're starting to choose and pick men at a higher level socioeconomically. So the men who have more money have more access to women and they can lure them if you're not careful with that access, with that money. The majority of men are fine, but you have some bad actors like with anything who could lure you into a really poor and bad situation. So what you can do to mitigate risk is you can vet more when it comes to online dating, just the profiles in general. If you have a gut feeling that something isn't right, follow that. If the person has one picture and they say that they're a prince from some strange country that you've never heard of and they're talking about, well, I can't pay for your ticket or, I mean, common sense please? Am I making any sense? <laughs> I mean, also, let me not get off track. When you meet somebody, meet them in public, share your location with your friends, let your friends know where you're going. And if somebody offers to you, for you to go to abroad in closing, only go after you let your family know where you're going to be going and you bring a friend or two with you on the trip. If you can't, if the person's not gonna fund your friend's ticket as well, you pay for your friend's ticket. If you can't afford to pay for your friend's ticket, then you probably shouldn't be traveling. You probably shouldn't be traveling overseas if you can't pay at least the money to get yourself back. That's just me, am I speaking to the choir? However, I don't wanna be, seem like I'm the Grinch who stole your online dating, okay? But I've seen an uptick in a lot of these violent crimes that are happening with women that are doing sugar dating, that are doing IG baddie trips, and I don't see it slowing down anytime soon with the amount of, with the access that, that a lot of women allow men to have to them. So what I want you to do is mitigate risks, 
take some accountability and responsibility for the decisions that you make. And that means you need to be a little bit more careful. You might not be able to jump at every opportunity, but at least you'd be making it home. So that's been another episode of the Carrot Juice Podcast. I really appreciate you for watching. I hope that you guys are doing well and that you're um, enjoying these last couple of days of 2021. I'm going to keep the live, I'm going to do a, a little bit of Q&A with the live audience, but I'm going to wrap up the audio portion of this for my editing for the podcast. So like I say every time here on the Care Juice Podcast, love somebody, hug somebody, do something good for someone not expecting anything in return. And I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Last call for insight. Can you hear me? I'll bring him up. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Last call for insight. How are you? Shout out to you. I'm doing fine. I appreciate you letting me on. I did have a question. So sure. I just briefly wanted to come up. Sure. Go um, ahead. For my channel, we do kind of honest conversations, and I, I think this was a good opportunity to ask you a good question as well. For the men who are coming up, and you had mentioned as part of the topic was greed, uh, my question is when do you draw the line in between ambition and greed for either men or women? Hmm. I would say you would draw the line... I personally would draw, that's a great question too, by the way, awesome question. Um, I would draw the line where I think a lot of people who are ambitious, believe it or not, they're not, money doesn't motivate them. I think it's, it's, it's centered on what's your values and what's your underlying motivation. Like for me personally, and a lot of people I know that are successful and I read about that are successful. A lot of the people who are extremely successful, they're addicted to accomplishing things. If you look at people who like Elon Musk, for example, he has all the money you could ever want in the world, but he still works like 65 hour days, well, weeks. And it's because He's like tied to accomplishing things. So I think if you have that type of mindset and you, it, there really is no limit on the money, as long as you're still, you know, doing the proper investments, you're not 
buying frivolous things all the time. You don't have a crazy amount of expenses. I think it's all about the ratios when it comes to how much money you're earning. So I definitely agree with that. I, I think it ties into your passion as far as what you're doing. If you're very passionate about either your mission, your goals, uh, Success usually comes to people who are consistent with what they're doing or their drive as well as their accomplishments. So I, I would agree. I definitely agree with what you have to say. And I, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, offer your opinion on the subject. So thank you very much. I agree, man. I appreciate you for coming up. Last call, you, you said, do you have a, a YouTube channel or do you have a podcast? Uh, we, we have a very small YouTube channel. We basically do... Uh, uh, trending topics and then we animate it to not only I guess promote or start uh, open discussions in regards to things so uh, okay. it goes everything from like Kevin Samuels stuff to uh, the lead attorney and a few other things so we're very uh, open-minded very try to stay as neutral as possible when it comes to things but that's smart uh, man that's cool man I I'm, I'm with you. I think that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad so many people are getting involved in the content creation sphere. Um, if you don't mind me asking, how long have you been? Um, how long have you been on YouTube and creating content? Uh, for this channel specifically, I actually started this channel last month. I've been doing YouTube for some time. And as a editor, I have lots of experience doing videos, but not so much experience either behind the microphone or behind the camera itself. So mm -hmm. um, I guess the uh, my focus in general is not only uh, making very difficult topics more digestible for the yeah. normal viewer, mm -hmm. uh, and then also to try to start discussions regarding different topics and everything. So, Yeah, man, I think you're you're on the right track. I know for me, it was weird when I first started doing my podcast because I started my podcast in February. It was just like in front of the mic. And like I, I like to tell people like your first like 20 to 25 videos or episodes that you do are not going to be that good. You just got to start and you just got to go. And then you're like kind of flexing the muscle of your cadence and how you're going to deliver things. And, and over time. It's kind of just like work, like any craft that you're going to have, you're going to get better at it over time. So, like, I'm so glad that you're, you know, on that journey and doing what you need to do. And if you're not aware, I do have um, a playlist where it's free content, tutorials and tips where I talk about how I started my podcast. I also talk about how I got monetized on YouTube in three months in four quick steps. And I also talk about, like, some of the best practices and things that I use to be able to uh, get monetized on YouTube in such a short a period of time. So it, that could be helpful to you, man. You should check it out. Okay, I definitely will. I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely, man. Thank you for coming up. I'm gonna check out your channel too. Is it called Last Call for Insight? Yeah, it's called Last Call for Insight. And uh, the most recent or, or one of the more recent ones, I, I think you'll enjoy It's with the lead attorney in there. Lead attorney is awesome, man. I go up on his yeah. streams and stuff sometimes. He's a great content creator. Yeah, he definitely is. Absolutely. Well, I well shout out to you, man. Thanks for coming up. I appreciate you. Yeah, enjoy your evening. Thank you. You do the same, man. Positive vibes.